Welcome back to The Restless Show. I'm Father Joseph Gill here with Diane and Lauren. And I don't know about you, but this episode is stressing me out. (laughs) Mainly because we're talking about stress. And something that we all deal with on pretty much a daily basis in today's world, stress from lots of different places, from different, uh, from our work, from our school, from our, sometimes our family, from sometimes just driving through town. And uh, I think a lot of people in today's world live in just this constant state of stress. Do you... find that in your own life like are you stressed out currently or have you been stressed out recently oh well, i'm very blessed i guess that i do not live in a constant state of stress and i haven't i would say for most of my life like my work life is usually very manageable like the amount of work i have and my hours my most stressful time was probably as an architecture student in the crunch time before the end of every semester when there was so much work to produce and so little time and getting really short uh, amounts of sleep. I'm just feeling like I can't possibly finish this, you know, certainly had a meltdown or two, but that was normal, <laughs> you know, like we'd see it and it's like, oh, now it's Lauren, oh, it's Allison. And then like a friend That's would come right. and be like, calm down, you'll be able to get it done. It's like 12 hours left and I still have to start my live model, like build a whole model, but oh, you know, it's okay, we got through it, but. Caffeine and. Yeah. I ended up like not even needing to use caffeine anymore, which I think ended up hurting me for like years because it was like, <laughs> if I was up working on something, I would just stay up, you know? Until it gets done. Yeah, just, I didn't need anything. So now it's like, even still, if my mind is going, I am up, you know? It's hard to fall asleep, but no, in my normal life, I only have minor stresses, like running late or traffic oh, or can't find something and you're trying to get out the door. And it's like, where is it? I thought I put it here, you know? You seem like a pretty laid back person Thank you. in general. Yeah, people tell so, me that. So, do, you, do you think you're of yourself as such? I think so. I mean, I don't know. I think generally, yes, I'm laid back. I certainly have my moments, you know, where <laughs> I'm not or, you know, I'm frustrated or impatient. But generally, I think I'm laid back. So Lauren is now coaching basketball. I am. For uh, the Cardinal <laughs> Kung Academy in Stanford. Has has that been stressful? Because I was, I was watching you a little bit today at, at practice. I happened to walk in. And yeah, you heard my like assertive I, voice. Assertive today. voice, yes. Yes. <laughs> so the thing with kids is like, you know, they're with their friends. So they always want to just goof off if you let them. So I start out in my normal voice, I guess I would say. And I give instructions and I try to set the rules from the beginning. Like when I'm talking, you bring it in quickly and you don't dribble the ball. You know, and if you drop the ball, you're going to give me five push-ups. They're just ways to try to build in some discipline. But then in between transitions, you know, it'll just devolve again or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, yeah, my stern voice comes out and I repeat what I'm saying, try to get them, you know, to react, get get to their spot and start the drill. Yeah. But you're still calm during the whole thing. Yeah. Interiorly, I would say I'm pretty, not, yeah, those are like slight moments. And I don't want these kids to be afraid of me either. Like, you know, I want them to like me. And like with the girls, they so we also have this challenge where the teams uh, shared 30 minutes and you got to split them between the gym. So the girls team is coming in and the boys team, I'm still working. And it was just me at this time. I do have a second coach, but she wasn't here yet. So the transitions even are hectic and the girls are just chatting and not starting. So I was stern right from the start with mm-hmm. them, you know, like 
you know what we're, what we're supposed to be doing. Like, get your ball, get on the floor, you know, dribble warm up, you know? Yeah. But then at the end of it, I was like, I know I was stern earlier. It's just that we don't have a lot of time, you know, uh, we want to make the most of it. And so I expect for you to be ready to go, like, right when it's your time, you know? Well, that's good that you can be stern without stressed. <laughs> yes. You know, because... <laughs> I guess it is, yeah. Diane, are you stressed most of the time? Yeah, I mean, if I'm being honest, <laughs> I think so because I am the opposite of Lauren. I'm not a laid-back person. I'm a perfectionist for sure, and I'm my own worst critic, so I always want to do my best, and I think that that is a source of like distress and anxiety. I also work at a company that is very, it's full of type A people, and the hours are really long, and the deadlines are tight, and clients can be difficult, and um, there's just a lot of pressure from a lot of different angles of trying to balance all of the deadlines with your staff and like, you know, people quitting and infighting and all of these things that you don't think are necessarily part of your job. Um, so that is a definitely a source of stress. And then, I mean, also just like, I'm just a deep thinker in all aspects of my life. So I think I, I tend to overthink things. And I mean, just lately kind of just trying to, I feel like I know what my vocation is and just like being like, God, you know, I am ready. Why is this not <laughs> happening? Um, you know, I'm laughing about it, but I think about it a lot and it is a big source of stress right now. Mm. Mm. The so, unknown. Yeah. Yeah. That can be a big source. Definitely. So how does stress affect you? Like, how does it come out? Oh, I get angry for sure. Do you? <laughs> yeah, there's there's certainly a wrath to my stress. Like, so I have this <laughs> thing where, like, something might be in a place, and then I'm like, oh, it's not really put away, so I'm gonna put it away. And then when I need it, I go to the place where it didn't belong, and I can't remember where the put it away place was. Oh no! So like, you know, if you're like trying to get out the door, and like for me, I might go from one thing to another. So it's like I don't know. So I go to Orange Theory. I need my Orange Theory heart rate monitor i need my water bottle of course i need a mask but i want a certain type of mask because i got to wear the mask now at orange theory i need my no cards for basketball practice which is after that um and i might be running somewhere and i want to remember to bring something you know to return it let's just say so i'll have that all in my mind and then as i'm getting ready i can't find like the one thing and then my, my time is dwindling i'm like where is it you know like and then if someone tries to talk to me when i'm trying to get out the door i am like very short because there's been too many times where i get the where are you going who are you meeting and i'm like no i'm in focus mode right i'm thinking <laughs> of all these things i need and then i talk to them and i of course forget something you know it's oh, a no. guarantee that i will forget something you know so then i'm like the mean one it's like what's her problem you know but i've just reached a state of stress i'm running out of time yeah you know and then i've also picked up on the fact that if i'm playing ultimate because i take it super seriously i'm very competitive and my team starts to lose like on no fault of our own, I get stressed out. Mm. You know, it's like one thing to be outplayed, right? If a team is better than you and your team is trying, I can accept that, you know? But I'll watch people start to run half speed, not play defense, not put on a mark, which is a basic part of defense because they're too tired. So they won't even put a mark on. Drives me crazy, especially in indoor because you can hit any angle you want indoor. So you really need the mark. And then like the, the decision-making just totally falls apart. People start dropping it. I have lost my mind. <laughs> like I start <laughs> screaming all this stuff at people. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, I sound like a crazy person. But it's just, I, I, you know, I can't handle these other people not trying. So, you know, I've recognized like, okay, they might be on my team. You know, I 
picked them, and I'm trying to stay at the top of the standings, but I can't actually control how hard they work. And you know what? Maybe someone had a rough day. Maybe someone's exhausted because their kid kept them up all night. You know what I mean? Mm. Who knows what might be going on? And these people are just looking for an outlet, you know, for some exercise, like some recreation. And here I am screaming at them like a crazy person. (laughs) So... I've tried to like, I acknowledge that now and I try to put it in check, but I still have my moments. So, wow. I've never seen that side of you. Oh yeah. Probably well, for, probably hopefully you won't. But if you ask like anyone that's been on my team in the past five years, I'm certain like the rage, they'd be like, oh yeah. Yeah. She gets mad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she yelled in my face, you know, like I, I've done it. So that's how you deal with stress. It's just in, in just ultimate, rage. in ultimate. And like, again, like, like I said, finding when, your car keys too. <laughs> Totally, yeah. <laughs> but it's in the sports world, it's really just we're losing because we're not trying hard. Yeah. You know, that's what gets me. Sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah, wow. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm, I'm kind of the opposite. Uh, For me, I, I will never ever, very rarely yell at people. You know, so I actually take it all in. And you've, for me, stress always comes out in like weird physical ailments. You know, huh. wake up with a neck ache or like, you know, my back is sore for no reason, just because... I'm stressed and it just comes out in the body and so tense like I don't know if you feel that way yeah no I definitely feel that way um I get like these weird twitches sometimes like one time my thumb was twitching a lot and my eye twitches um so that's when I know and I know that that's a stress reaction Mm. but I'm like you I don't I don't think I've I don't yell at people at all I just like internalize everything so it gets to like it's more like agitation and impatience especially at work you know when you're working so hard to like meet a deadline you're trying to do things so that you're in front of everything and then other people kind of like let you down or like the circumstances or whatever so it's more it's a buildup interiorly I guess and then you know I do have my breaking points of like it more just comes out like I just need to cry or something you know but then I feel good (laughs) afterwards and I think physically I like I also lose a lot of weight like I can't eat when I'm stressed out too so like really stressed so that's not good. That's not a problem I've had. <laughs> Me either. I can yeah, eat a lot stressed of people like stress or not stress. Stress eating. I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> so but how, do, how does stress affect your spiritual life? Like, do you find it harder to pray? Do you find it, um, you know, harder to practice virtue? I think it's harder, like, it can go both ways. Because I think some of the things that I get stressed out start to consume me. And then I think too much about them. And it's like, I don't have the energy to do anything spiritually. Mm. But when I recognize that and you know it's kind of like just the self-reflection i think you all know like sort of when you're in a not a good state mentally that's when i'm like okay i need to i need to change something i need to like go to adoration and just take a break and normally those things are helpful yeah 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 i only have minor stresses right mine are very in the moment so that's true i mean i i did recognize my whole ultimate rage thing <laughs> so when you when you get get angry and stressed like with ultimate yeah when when the game is over can you like leave it on the court oh totally really that's the type of person that i am and like if you're an athlete if you've been playing sports your whole life that's just normal like i've been yelled at by so many coaches you know and so and you still just kind of yeah no like and the other hard part is everyone's different you know so like for me if i was yelled at either i'd be motivated or i would recognize like you're wrong and then i'd like get so (laughs) like so much more aggressive especially with basketball i really didn't have good basketball coaches and our team was awful and like some kids were favorited over me and i didn't think they deserved it so like if a coach ever got mean in a way like i don't know 
giving like oh this player is like carrying you all i'd be like no she isn't and then i would go play harder mm. you know Motivating so that, factor, yes yeah. exactly um so yeah no and, and i found it so funny too like i might be in the mo in the moment and you know recognize that i'm also working really hard like i'm running full speed i try that's i want to win so i'm going to work hard on defense and try to shut my person down and then i'm going to cut you know to score or facilitate the play so i'm also in an, a state where i'm tired so that also can like elevate your emotions right like it's not like i'm just calm walking down the street and yeah. screaming at people so like my yeah my <laughs> emotions are up yeah <laughs> yes but the other funny thing i've noticed is like sometimes i will maybe be a little bit louder than i need to like there might be a pause in the game but i'm acting like it's still in the moment like mm. when i'm trying to almost coach and it's a yell and uh, so it's a little awkward at that moment like oh i yelled and i didn't really need to some people will turn at me and be like okay it has no effect like you know everybody's different and then in another case i had told my team in a timeout that we needed to cut from the back this is traditional ultimate cutting the, the last person in the stack cuts first so that way they can take advantage of the deep space and go long or cut under and then the next person cuts after them so i i'm like team we're getting lazy everyone's just going towards the frisbee like kindergarten soccer yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we, we cut from the back and then we get the most space so i make my cut right i put in my effort i'm open and my teammate cut me off to go straight to the frisbee so i yelled at her like no don't cut there and then so she kind of stopped and then I yelled at her again, don't stop now. Like you already <laughs> cut me off. They're throwing oh, no. you the disc. She didn't come the following week because I yelled at her. Oh no. And she told me later, I'm like, are you serious? Like, come on. I would have been really offended too though. But I think that's, is an important point. Like, like the way that you're, that you react or like that you stress out does affect other people and everyone reacts to that differently so like sure. some people are more sensitive than others that's why it's like i don't know in terms of virtue like i really thought about like how my stress affects other people and the way that it comes out and stuff so i think it's important yeah oh, i would so i would certainly. stew about that for about two weeks if i yelled yeah at you like yeah that? if you yelled at me like that wow yeah i would too so you guys have given me a good reminder see i'm still in my mind i'm like well i'm the captain you know <laughs> and like i'm working really hard so if people don't listen like right after i told them or people aren't trying i almost feel like i have that authority mm. but like you're saying and i know it you know and I've, I've seen it in other ways too and and also don't think i'm like some crazy tyrant like if diane came you haven't played before no i would never yell at diane you know i that's could good. recognize <laughs> a new player <laughs> and someone that's trying right like they may not be yeah. able to do it but they're trying. I would encourage that, of course. It's more like my friend that I yelled at. She should know. Yeah. And we're tight friends. But it's still, you know. But that's awesome that you can leave it on the court. Because like, even if like I've, if I'm like cut off in traffic, that would like ruin the rest of my day. Oh, yeah. That doesn't still. happen to me. And, like I, It shouldn't. Yeah, I ruminate too. I, I ruminate I, on it. And just, like, I have those mm. moments in traffic all the time where you're like, oh, my gosh, what is this car doing? Like, I'm trying to get somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> maybe this is why Lauren has why. less stress than us yeah exactly yeah. No, then, <laughs> she can let it go it. she can let yeah. it go immediately which is that's a, that is an awesome well, gift well maybe I don't know so I get angry I might be like ugh but then it's gone yeah I, I get the little release we don't get angry we just kind of yeah no. it's like a fire that slowly burns mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> consumes us from the inside out yeah I've also found that working out helps me like if I have had a frustration at my job and start to feel stressed then I'll go to the gym after and I notice I like I'm, I behave differently. Like I am putting some energy to get rid of this frustration. So, so that's the next question actually is how do you deal with the stress? Because all of us have it, whether it's in a game, yeah. at work, driving on the road, you know, so working out, that's, that's yeah. awesome. I, I can certainly just tell that 
it's a release like because so uh, yes I was just sharing you know ultimate frisbee which is recreation and most of these people are my friends so like they do know me and they do know like I'm generally a nice person <laughs> <laughs> like off the field but like at my job of course I would never react that way you know towards my manager I would yeah. be quiet and mm-hmm. just say yes and like humble myself even though I might get frustrated or try my best to but you know depending on the circumstances then yes totally I, I put like more like umph into the reps and it feels good yeah like it's a way to <laughs> release it how do, how do you deal with stress Diane um I I mean I'm like Warren I I do exercise every day I go for runs and walks and stuff but also just for me I like try to lean into the spiritual because I feel like that's the only thing that helps in the end like I'm not just saying that it's truly like I mean God is the only one who can help me um <laughs> so and it's yeah. true so so yeah and then also just in terms of like I mean what I've been dealing with recently about like you know just knowing my vocation and just like impatience and waiting and stuff I think one of the things I've tried to do is stay off or limit social media because hmm. I was listening to a podcast and they were like compare and despair and I was like hmm that's a good point you compare know you compare yourself to other people and where they're at and everything that's happening to them and stuff you're more prone to despair about mm. your own circumstances so it's like no I gotta like I have to be reminded that like God has a particular plan for my life and it's gonna look different than other people so that's good mm-hmm. that's good what do you do uh, long walks where I talk to myself. Oh, out yeah. loud? Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> I just have to, I have to work it out in my head. Okay. I have to, I have to, I have to vent, but I don't have a wife, so I can't vent to anybody. <laughs> you know, so who am I supposed to vent to? So <laughs> I just, I just, oh, that person, I can't believe what they did, blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, after a 20 minute walk, I'm like, okay, I feel a little better now. Feels better. You know? yeah. Well, there is something to venting, right? Yeah. And like, really, we shouldn't be venting about other people. Isn't that kind of sinful? Because we're like speaking bad about him. Yeah, but Father Joseph's doing it to himself. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> our natural thing would be like, you know, someone would come home and tell their spouse like, oh, man, you wouldn't believe what whoever said at work mm. today. But that's kind of sinful, right? So in your way of doing it, you're getting it out. I guess. You're venting. You're like rehashing it through. But then, you know, you're not saying it to anyone. So Yeah, I don't know. I've always kind of wrestled with that because I think there is a, a point in life where you do have to vent even to another human being. No, that's true. There's yeah. probably a balance. Like if you speak more like, oh, I I felt this way. Like if you talk about like what's instead of yeah, she did I had this, a bad day he today. did this, and, and yeah, yeah, and and you know, of course when we do that, we have to assume the best intentions on the other person. You know, they cut me off maybe because they were pregnant and having giving birth, and they had to get to the hospital. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Maybe yep. it's a possibility, right? <laughs> so we kind of try to put the best spin as possible on you know my boss yelled at me well you know maybe he was having a bad day something went wrong at home and right he's having a fight with his wife or something you know give people the benefit of the doubt too yeah or not always like i found some people i think will be so easily offended almost or be like oh they were so rude and i'm like well maybe they weren't rude actually you know like you're saying maybe there was just something going on in their life and that's why they reacted but it wasn't that they were being rude to you or trying to hurt you you just kind of caught them at a bad moment. So don't interpret yeah. everything as other people kind of going after you. Right. You know? Who was it that said, you know, be kinder than necessary because everyone you meet is fighting a battle? I you know? don't remember who, but that's true. I don't know. That's good. <laughs> I think it was on Instagram. That's but <laughs> so when we, when we come back from break, we're going to talk more about stress and how our faith can help us to overcome our stress. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Restless. We've been stressing out talking about stress today about how we've all felt stress, you know, whether it's in the middle of a sports game, in the middle of work, uh, you know, that tension just rising within us and how we deal with stress can be so 
it's so, so important as to the ways in which we react. So Lauren, before right before break, you were going to mention a way in which you deal with stress. Yeah, so kind of my breakthrough, I guess, with the ultimate stress was I recognized that I had set my expectations at a certain level, like, you know, whether it's league or whether it's club. So club, you know, you're trying to go to nationals and win a national championship. And I was playing on, you know, a pretty good team at the time. So I expected, like, when we're on offense, we are not going to turn the disc over. You know, you don't give it back. And, uh, you know, on defense, everyone's working hard. You're trying to challenge the other team. And then sometimes play just falls apart, you know, unforced errors, mm-hmm. just throwing it away, bad decisions. And when that would kind of add up again, losing to no fault but our own, I couldn't handle it because my expectation was we were going to complete every pass, you know, and, and be in all these games and win because that's what we were capable of. So I recognized I had to adjust my expectations, right? Mm. Like this is a good team. This is an elite team. But that doesn't mean we're going to be perfect every time we play. And I think it's, it's important that stress is not just caused by external circumstances, but to how we react to them. Right. Right. I mean, so how? Well, in my case, I could say for sure, all I can really do as a teammate, so let's say I'm not the captain, is play my best, right? That's so true. like if I'm running my hardest and I'm facilitating the flow or I'm shutting down on D, that's how I can take in, you know, the stress is happening all around me, but I can work harder. And then instead of yelling at people because not everybody can take that well, I should just be encouraging, right? Yeah. If I'm not in on the sideline, I try to encourage others and help them, not make them feel bad for making a mistake. Do you kind of see that same parallel in your work life, Diane? Yeah, I mean, I just, I try to take the perspective of, like, thinking about things, like, oftentimes in our heads, a problem is a lot bigger than it actually is. So, I mean, if you think about, like, am I going to care about this a month from now? Like, is it going to matter a year from now? Those types of things kind of help to level out. And then also, I mean, I do get stressed about work, but I feel like it's always something that can be fixed. It's more just annoyance of that, like, oh, now I, like, work so many hours and I'm going to have to work, like, you know, three more on a weekend or whatever. Um, I think for, like, the bigger sources of stress in my life are more the, like, vocational and the ones that actually, like, mean something. But, like, what's helped me in that respect, I guess, has just been really focusing on, like, you know, I think I have a head knowledge of God's love, but not so like I'm still working on sort of the heart knowledge and understanding that like he has a perfect plan for our lives, that it's tailor made, that he is going to like he knows us better than we know ourselves and that he's going to give us the grace to be able to deal with these situations and that there is always good to come out of, you know, out of any situation and often like the waiting periods and things like that are times for growth. So I just try to focus on those things and I think that that like helps tremendously with my stress. It's a matter of constantly putting yourself back in that kind of mind frame or mindset. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One thing that's helped me is, I don't know if you've prayed the litany of trust. Mm-hmm. It was written by the Sisters of Life. It's a really beautiful litany. And it has that mantra, that refrain, Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. And Because a lot of times I'm stressed about things I really should be trusting God for, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I think whether people maybe are stressed over their health or stressed over their job or stressed over, you know, Jesus, I trust in you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that surrender to God's will and to God's plan. And that's hard. 
It's very hard. It's easy to it's easier to, to say and you know like to proclaim, but I think in like actually living it, you know, our desire for control and to want to sort of know the future and we think that our way is the way. You know, it does come down to like it's all those things of pride and everything, and it's hard to sort of suppress. But I think that that's where prayer comes in. There's also that surrender novena of like, oh Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. It's like mm. a refrain. So yeah, you know. When I'm on my like 20 minute like venting walks, I'll intersperse it with Jesus, I trust in you <laughs> a lot of times. But that, that, that litany too is also Jesus, I trust in you, teach me to trust you. So yeah. it's just a matter of asking for that grace as well. Sure. Because I think if we really trusted God, there would be no source of anxiety or fear or anything. Like if we truly trusted him 100%. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. A lot of the source of our stress is our desire to control. Yeah. And he wants us to live that way. So it's like, oh, I want to live that way, but it's hard. Yeah. The way of surrender. Mm-hmm. My mom has a great devotion to, have you ever heard of um, Our Lady Untire of Knots mm-hmm. or Undoer of Knots? Yeah, I haven't. And that's that's one of my mom's favorite phrases is whenever something bad is happening, my mom's like, Mary, undo this knot. And, and it's really beautiful. It's, a, I think, a German devotion. I don't know the real history of it. but uh, Okay. Yeah, I know the novena. I prayed that a couple times. So, so yeah, it's kind of, I don't know. I, I remember reading this quote that said that peace is not the absence of conflict, but peace is the presence of Jesus. You know, and I think of that, that great story from the Gospels where the apostles are there in the, in the stormy boat, you know, and they're they're about ready to sink. This, you know, the wind and the waves and everything. And they're like, oh my gosh! And Jesus is there, and he's sleeping, and they lack trust because they have Jesus in the middle of them, right? I mean, mm-hmm. they're not going to sink. I mean, God Himself is in the boat. God's not going to let them just drown right there on the Sea of Galilee, but they don't trust, and so they wake up, oh, Jesus, Jesus, you got to do something, you got to do something. And he stands up and rebukes the wind and the waves, and then he turns to them and says, "You have little faith." Mm-hmm. You know, his presence was right there in the middle of them. So why could they not just simply say, well, I don't know how this is going to turn out, but God, you got this. This is in your, in your, in your hands. Yeah, I think trust is like the key to the spiritual life. There's another quote that I came across. It was like one of the morning offerings in my inbox this past week. And I feel like I was kind of struggling with the trust thing. But then this, like, I, I feel like God speaks to me through all of these things that I read and, and things. Um, so we, This is from St. Catherine of Siena, and she said, He will provide the way and the means such as you could never have imagined. Leave it all to him, let go of yourself, lose yourself on the cross, and you will find yourself entirely. And I feel like if you really take that in and you try to live that, it's so beautiful because it is true. Yeah, yeah, the total surrender. Of course, that's easier said than done. Much easier said than done. You know, but but it is a prayer that we kind of constantly make. One of the most inspiring uh, people I've ever met was a guy by the name of Eric Mall. He was a former NFL player. He played on the Cleveland Browns, I believe, for one season. And then he felt he was very deeply religious, even on on the Browns. And he felt God calling him to literally give it all up. And so he sold all his belongings. And for several years, he first went to be a hermit in Arizona. And after about three years of being a hermit, he felt God calling him to bring the message of divine mercy to the homeless. So he sold all his belongings, walked out his front door, and became homeless. And purposely became homeless. And he had like giant stack of Divine Mercy images, which, you know, the little prayer cards that he'd hand out to the homeless as one of them. And he'd go to these, you know, he'd stay in homeless shelters and so that he could minister to them, you know, just one-on-one, just one brother to another. And it was really inspiring because like, talk about not, talk about being stressed out. You don't know where your next meal is coming from. You don't know what you're going to, you know, where you're going to be staying that night. But he was so totally surrendered to God that he was like, this is a great joy. 
Wow. He loved it. He was having a great experience. And I, I met him a few years um, after he had done this ministry. He did it for maybe a couple of years. And he was just like one of the most joyful people because he had totally surrendered to God. And that is, I think, the key to overcoming stress, mm-hmm. that total surrender to God. Not easy because I don't think God wants us to be stressed. No. He says it like how many times in the Bible? I, I know people have said like 365, like do not be anxious, do not fear. Yeah. So I think yeah. it's pretty clear. That he doesn't want us to. That's true. I mean, even St. Paul says, do not be anxious about anything, mm-hmm. anything. Don't be anxious about this or that. I mean, Jesus says in Matthew 5, he's like, you know, look at the lilies of the field. They don't have to worry. Mm-hmm. They don't bake bread. You know, God feeds them. How much more is God going to do that for you? So next time we're stressed, <laughs> I need you guys to remind me. Well, even I next would time say I'm what could help, like for me, my, my moments are so specific, I guess, in the moment. And now I'm at least aware that I'm stressed and I'm a crazy person and <laughs> I need to be more patient and internalize and just do what I can. But something I want to try to do and, and I haven't had a chance to try it yet since Ultimate has been canceled since COVID, but try to call to mind the Holy Spirit, right? Come Holy Spirit, I'm really stressed in this moment. Like, please help me to calm down, mm. right? Just like a simple phrase, like, like you said, you're calling to mind Jesus or the Holy Spirit to just recognize you're not alone. God has your back, and God can help you through that challenge. Yeah. And my, and like I said, my thing's kind of trivial, but if it's a much bigger thing, like an illness or a job loss or a death in the family or a move, right? Like all these things cause people tremendous stress, then maybe it just becomes like a rhythm that you repeat. And the more you repeat it, maybe... It'll start to sink it, in. It'll sink in. It might yeah. take some time, but if, if you are willing to do that, you might see a change. Amen. Thanks for joining us in this episode of Restless. Your challenge is to practice that this week when you get stressed, whether it's work, driving, your job, your family, anything else that's major in your life. You just, just practice that, that total surrender to God and saying, Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I invite the Holy Spirit into my life to, to calm me because Christ wants you to have peace. The peace, not that the world gives, but the peace that only he can give when we surrender our life to his loving hand. Thanks for joining us on 1350 AM Veritas Catholic Radio and also wherever you get your podcasts. On behalf of Lauren and Diane, I'm Father Joseph. Thanks for joining us. See you next time.